Brent. I am Chris. And we are Brent and Chris Talk. And we talk. Yeah. So after a brief hiatus. Yeah, sickness had struck the uh, Parker household and the Miller household. Yes, struck us all down with a fury and uh, thankfully we fought it off, but uh, still fighting. Uh, maybe that's probably a better way to put it. On the mend. Yes. Fair to say. So if we sound funny, look funny, it's because we might be a little funny. <laughs> that is right. Cold remedies I have adhered to mainly involve ibuprofen and whiskey. And yes. I, uh, in a responsible fashion, of course. Yes. The bourbon floweth. The bourbon floweth. Uh, yes. And now the words floweth. Yeah. So we've had a, a lot of things happen since our last show. We've actually had public hearings into the impeachment. Yes. Um, and we had a whole show scheduled to do uh, on whistleblowers before we got sick. Yeah. That was super hot. And there at was the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and uh, and it still is. And then yeah. uh, there was a democratic debate. Yep. That happened this last week. But first, how was your week? This, yeah, I'm, this week was spent recovering. It's like, where do I even start? And the week before that was spent taking care of people and then starting to get sick. So it's Same like, here. Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, been getting the stuff done at work. And right now my biggest ailment is uh, my ears are so clogged, which is, hmm. I was telling him, it's like, I literally can hear myself. I feel like I'm screaming at you right now, trying to project a normal voice. Because like, all I can hear is myself for the most part. And he sounds like he's whispering to me. So yeah, and then you're like, okay, I can breathe through my nose. No problem there. Mm -hmm. And all this is connected. Mm -hmm. Yet I cannot hear through here. I think we'll look back on this show 50, 60 years from now and be about where we are today. Probably. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. You know, if we live 50 or 60 more years, I'll be happy with just, just that. Dude, I'm going for 100. I want a decade. You know, the thing that... I'm going to say this, honestly. Century? Strange. A century under my belt. I kind of regret, I had no choice in the matter, but being born 1987. It's just such not a, not a needed number. No. It's nothing. But the cool thing about it is you can say we were born in the 80s, which were pretty, like, cool in a lot of ways, weird in a lot of ways, but... I guess. And then when you say to yourself now, when it's about to be 2020, you're like, I was born in the 80s. Like, ugh, I feel old. Yeah, oh my gosh, you're depressing me. Okay, back to my week. It was great. Good. I'm, I'm alive. To hear it. We're still live and kicking. And still live and kicking. We're doing the show. We're talking every day. Coming up, coming up with good stuff for you. Jameson and Sons is still in business. That's right. They shall be for quite some time. So how was your week, bud? You know, same. Lots of same. Yeah. Same stuff going on Sames. there. Same. And, uh, you know, the kids being sick, that just breaks your heart. I have to be honest with you. I had a terrible experience at a... Uh, St. Francis Ergo. Oh, really? Do I need to be careful here? No. No? no. Okay. Because uh, they, we got there with our very sick kids to take them because our doctor was, I gotta be honest, I love our doctor. He's my pediatrician, but when I go there, it's like three hours in the waiting room, and when you got sick kids, it's just not an ideal situation. No. Going when they're healthy for Should shots be getting and in stuff. out with the Ergo. Okay. Yeah. So happened? we go to the Ergo. It is not set up for anybody under the age of like... 10, 8. I mean, it's just sharp edges everywhere. It's very modern looking. The thing that really bothered me is there's like five rooms. I call BS that that ergo will ever have five doctors on staff. Probably and, just one of a bunch of uh, nurses or people's staff moving around. And fine. That's fine. If 
they use the rooms. They aren't using the rooms. They're using two, maybe four of the rooms at most. There's an x-ray room in the back. I know that because there was a tornado warning one time I was there, and they made me go to the x-ray room. Okay. Uh, so I just, I, I feel like the office up front is a waste of space. Hmm. And that could easily be a sick patient's room or something, or they can make a softer seating area. So we go in, we sign in, they say, uh, which appointment would you like? Sweet, there's an appointment. So we say, we'll pick one an hour from now, we live close, we'll go home and we'll come back. And they say, no, 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 it doesn't work like that. If, if you're called, you know, before here and you're not there, it counts as a missed appointment. And I know. What's that mean? It, it means it's like a double-edged sword, because they were basically saying you can make an appointment, and if you're not there when they call it, now it could be earlier, uh, it doesn't matter, it could be much later, but if you're not there, uh, it counts as a missed appointment. Yeah. And um, we're like, that doesn't really work for us. We have sick kids, and this waiting room is terrible, and they're filled with sick people. We don't want to do that. So he goes, well, you can make an appointment online right for the next day or so okay fine we'll make it first thing in the morning so we go home we try to get online and it says it's not able to make appointments for that place and they tell us to call a number so we call a number and that number says this is not the right number for the place oh. you need to call a different number and, and at this point we're frustrated yeah and so uh the number they gave us no kidding was the ergo they had us just call the ergo that we had just left and we and we say, hey, we'd like to make an appointment tomorrow. And uh, he goes, I don't know if there's any appointments available. And that is ridiculous. Yeah, and Chell's on the phone, luckily. And she goes, well, can you check? Okay, so he checks and says there's a 9 o'clock appointment. So we, we take the 9 o'clock appointment. And he's like, be here 10 minutes early. And, uh, and then I get on the phone just very crabbly. And I'm like, explain my frustrations. We'll leave it there. And, um... We get there at 9 o'clock the next morning. We get there the 10 minutes early, and they tell us the same thing. It's not a real appointment. What? It's No, it's not a real appointment. It's still first come, first serve. And and this is my thing. How can they make an appointment that isn't real? So what do you mean? You just show up and still first come, first serve? Yes. Like, why do you even make the appointment? Why do you even make the appointment? And then if you're not <laughs> there, if they call you early, they will can't, they will call it a missed appointment. And can't you get charged for missed appointments? I don't know, but you I don't think you should unless like you're doing it like frequently. I don't either. That's I, the, crazy. The whole thing just didn't seem right. Uh, I yeah, don't that's too bad. I don't why have restaurants figure this out? They give you the buzzer thing? Dude, McDonald's literally in Washington, you just walk up and punch what you want and go sit down. Oh, I'm ready for and that. And they come everywhere. and drop it off. You don't have to think and talk to anybody. I'm ready for that everywhere. Don't Isn't that wrong. ridiculous? I want the robots to make my burgers now, to be perfectly honest with you. I, I'm i tired of being sick because we employ 16, 7-year-old kids that don't get paid enough and give a rat's behind about hygiene. Yeah. Making our food. It's scary. I don't like it. It's scary. Either you that know what? Or Shockingly, the Washington McDonald's is way more clean than I would have given it credit to be. Because it's, it's like, it's older. Yeah. And so, like... I walked in, they're like, it's all kids running that thing, too. And I, my burgers come out, they're, like, perfectly stacked. Mm. They're not, like, just a mess in there. Like, the cheese is Do all... Do you ever get them when there's too much pepper? No. I've That's never, a I had thing. Much, too much of everything else except for pepper, thank God. Uh, I get I get my ketchup only. I'm a weird guy, you know? Yeah. I'm picky. And, uh, 
they like to compensate by adding like the extra burger seasoning, I think, or something. But it's just pretty much pepper, what? and it's very unpalatable. Wow, I've never had that. Really, that's nuts. Struggles of being picky. But then again, maybe they put so much of everything else on, I can't even taste it. Hmm. Could be. That makes sense. I mean, the pepper would probably help break through like the lettuce and tomato and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Smarter people than us have decided. Yeah, oh yeah. There's an assembly line they're making it all. <laughs> okay, so uh, where are we at here? We're about eight minutes in. I write this down so I can get the uh, times in. Right, because now. as we've mentioned in previous uh, podcasts, we are starting to try to make this more friendly for you and provide times for when we talk about different things. So if you don't have the time to... Uh, dedicate to the whole episode you can fast forward to hit whatever is really important to you or if you uh, want to skip around you know yeah i would love to have the time right now to make clips for everyone and chop up these episodes but i don't either right now i'm so sorry i'm doing school raising two Someday. kids we'll yeah. start working that we'll get there we're looking for an intern you get to work for free yep you get very little respect correct you will be badgered but endeared among our large viewing audience. We would take a bullet for you from a dropped bullet on the ground. We would pick that up okay. and throw it away. See. I was trying. I couldn't figure it yeah, out. You I'm know not, what I'm saying? We would take a I'm bullet. I'm not that generous. But not, yeah. I'm not as generous of spirit as my colleague here. My well, I wasn't like colleague. serious, like catching a bullet. I was more like, we would take it. Man. Like, hey, give me that bullet. <laughs> <laughs> give me that bullet, man. Hey, you don't need that. Give me that bullet. Jeez. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm probably lucky I haven't been mugged. I would say so if that's your approach. You're like, hey, give me that knife. You don't need to stab me. Give me that blade. I'll try it. Notice if you go after me, wind up like within your hand like Jackie Chan or something. Like, what? Oh, no. Run. Actually, here. Just go, go get someone else. Yeah, right? Yeah, I... Uh, I'm going to take this on a side note, but why not? We haven't done the show forever. Uh, I always have this, like, you remember how they say, like, if you, uh, like, are at a bank robbery and, like, you know, the, the, the robber's about to shoot you or something, you, like, spill facts oh. about your life, sure. try to endear yourself. You know, I think that's about me with everyday conversation. Like pointing the gun at you, like, I have children, I'm married. Yeah, <laughs> that's just me in public when I talk to strangers. <laughs> Very little filter. You know what's funny is, I found myself more recently uh, showing pictures of my kids to people and, like, all the other stuff that we're doing. And I'm like, I thought to myself one day, I'm walking back to my desk after doing that at work, and I'm like, you know what? I'm getting old, man. Mm -hmm. I'm like the old grandpa who's like, hey, look at my grandkids. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can tell I was like setting up for it. Like I go through my Instagram with the like, cats, 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 kids, 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 the conversion. kids. Yeah. Sorry, cats. You guys have been dethroned. I was asking Chell yesterday. I'm like, do you think the cats miss me taking pictures of them? They're probably indifferent. <laughs> As they are with most things. Yeah. Yeah. My dogs don't like pictures taken of them either. I forgot I gotta not make noises on the table. The things you remember. Yeah. We have a drum set up here. No drum rolls on That would the... be really annoying, wouldn't it? Everyone's on the on there like, okay, we're done with this. Yeah. yeah. We talked about getting the boom mics, but uh, I have the insulation up in the ceiling for yeah. sound dampening, and uh, we didn't really adjust the camera very well, but that's okay. I mean, I, I just kind of have this vision of, like, arms coming from the, you know, in front of us. And it is a relatively small room. I believe I can touch the wall from my chair. And I can definitely touch the wall. <laughs> His arm's not even fully extended. Right. 
there. So it's a small studio. Yeah. That's what we're getting at. Cozy. And the plants desperately need water. This one's doing okay. This guy, he needs some help. So, uh, we're going to do this whole show for you on whistleblowers. And uh, we're going to chop that up a little bit and yeah. do the general There's overall so statistics. There was a couple I really wanted to spend time focusing on because um, whistleblowers have changed history. Correct. They're very important. I think it would be a crime to completely destroy you know, all that has been put in place to protect whistleblowers, to encourage that kind of activity. Because whistleblowers through time have, you know, spilled the beans on massive scandals. You know, J.P. Morgan, Wells Fargo. Yep. Enron. Uh, Enron. Uh, Watergate. Sorry, I stole you. No, stole no, you're good. Watergate. Uh, Bernie Madoff. Possibly Trump. Hey, man. You know, that's just it. it that's That's the thing. With all your other examples, uh, and we'll get to the current example, they have revealed heinous crimes, you know, massive frauds that, like, you know, billions of dollars of people's lives up in smoke, you know, and they're left in poverty, bankruptcy, and whatever else. And forget the celebrities, like, they'll live, but it's everybody else. You know, the regular Joe Blows get caught up in it. The grandmothers, right, who are on the street are darn near to it. So it's like... You know, so you have that backdrop. And it's not all, you know, a lot of that was business. Watergate was not, right? Um, you know, that was brought forth and just kind of started just going nuts. You know, yeah. more and more, it spiraled and more and more came out. So you have all these, you have this precedent that's set forth and these protections in place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I'm so sorry. We skipped the Democratic debate. Did you okay. want to touch on anything on that? Nah, we can go ahead. Well, we'll get back yeah. to it. We'll circle back. We can go ahead. Um, I was going to say, yeah, you know, and with Watergate, they had uh, Deep Throat. Yep. And his identity was remained protected for... A long time. A very long time. Classified. So, it's not abnormal or strange or new to have the your identity protected as a whistleblower. I mean, it's a little bit different, I guess. Deep Throat wasn't necessarily a whistleblower. Well, there are people who reveal information, and you can define whistleblower however you want, whether they submit a formal application as a whistleblower to a committee or whatever council, or, right. you know, go talk to the press. Um, you could even say that Bob Lazar was a whistleblower when it came to Area 51. Regardless of your thoughts on legitimacy of that or the conspiracy theories that may be there, it's the same kind of thing, right? People coming yeah. forth. Absolutely right. And I, I I was watching the TED talk on it, uh, and I thought this was just an interesting concept. Like, if you're a government official, and let's say you, took, you I don't know, I don't want to like go too dramatic. But let's say you witnessed a major wrongdoing. You know, okay. could be anything. Could be anything. You could be held accountable. It's illegal. You could be held accountable for not reporting that. Yeah, you believe it's illegal. Yeah, I mean, like a soldier committing a war crime or something like that. So the, the SEAL recently, who Great. Yeah. we're not going to get into all the pardons yeah. and whatever else, but a Navy SEAL recently was convicted by a Navy tribunal or court. I'm yeah. not sorry about, sorry about the terminology there. but um, And so I think he was reduced in rank. And yeah, he, was, he was found. Well, they might, but he was found guilty of like posing with a corpse. And they, it, they would think yeah. allegedly he was cleared of the charges where he murdered the person. Right. Was it clear? 
He was cleared of those, but I think that what they got him on was the fact that they could prove he was taking pictures with the corpse afterwards, which is, that's disgusting. Yep. You know? Um, only time acceptable was uh, but you Weekend witnessed Bernie's. That. that was the only acceptable time. What time? Weekend of Bernie's. Oh. <laughs> that's funny. Fair. Um, Different. <laughs> but, yeah. And so, you witness something like that. Yeah. Forget if he killed the guy. He walks up and takes a picture with a dead body. Right? Yeah. That's like, and gloats about it, right? That's a crime. You can't do that. Yeah. And, and, and like, and yet, there are countless instances where whistleblowers face retaliation. Right. So, I mean, Reprisal. what a rock in a hard place. Like, yep. you come forward about something that's wrong and illegal, and then all of a sudden, it's it's your loyalty. It's damning. It's your integrity that's being it's, questioned. It's, it's almost... Um... And I don't mean to make this connection if it's inappropriate. You'll have to be the judge of that. But it's sort of like sexual harassment claims. You know how a lot of times people are afraid to come forward because they don't want reprisal. They don't right. want people coming after. Yeah, they don't the want victim blaming. something bad. They don't want. They feel like they're not going to be trusted or believed or whatever. Yep. And it may be something more to the you know the feminine cause on that side of it. But I'm just saying, as someone who has been wronged or witnessed a wrong. Not coming forward may be illegal, one. Yeah. And two, there's a moral side to it. Someone in the hearing said that we're not here just because, I think it was Dr. Hill, we're not here just because it's the, su the subpoenas that brought us here, right? Like right. We so have a moral, legal obligation. Yes. We also have a moral obligation. Yes. And I believe that that's true yeah. because if wrong is wrong. Forget about party. Forget about any sort of loyalties and all this, that, and the other. Like, we're all citizens, I'm afraid and we should, they should, we should want to uphold the law of the land. I'm afraid that's too high an ask uh, right now. It seems like it's too high of an ask yeah. because, like, watching... I feel bad. I'm going to stick to the whistleblowers. I'll get to the hearings. Yeah, yeah. 42% um, facts. 42% uh, of frauds are discovered by whistleblowers in comparison to other methods like uh, management review or external audits. Yeah, investigations, yeah. 42%. I believe... Well, that's... Because... People within the organization, they get to see the dirty laundry. Yes. Like, you don't know how, how things are really run unless you're behind the scenes. And a lot of times, it's definitely not what you thought, but hopefully it's better than how bad it could be. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not illegal. Right. Uh, the one person I wanted to talk about, because I felt like she could be a good analogy to what's happening <clears throat> to uh, Yovanovitch. Yes. Marie, former ambassador, yeah, Ukraine. Yeah. So, uh, talk with Marina about Mary Willingham, and uh, she was the learning specialist that worked primarily with athletes at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Yeah. that had a academic fraud case. Basically, she was checking papers of students, and she believed they were turning in papers that were far past their reading level. Just like the college scandal. This is a college scandal. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I'm sorry, but the more recent yes. one with the admissions scandal. Yeah. And so... Doctoring tests. Yes. So she found out that they were getting them off an online database that you get these from. She also found out that some of her colleagues were involved in um, funneling students into fake classes. And it was all just to keep them eligible to play in sports. Right, because they, they need certain academic achievement to right. be able to play. GPA levels and such. Yeah. So uh, Mary Willingham went to 
um, you know, her immediate boss. And then that didn't go anywhere. And then she went to like an internal investigative body, investigative in the body. Yeah. Or in, sorry, in the college. Uh, And none of that didn't go anywhere. So she started a blog. And the blog went viral in like 48 hours. Now the problem with the blog is she put her name on it. Oh. So there was no... No, just no veils. Yeah, anonymity. So uh, she got contacted by a reporter. The story blows up. And she got demoted at work. Um, she got death threats. Yep. And this was all over collegiate sports. Yeah. Her loyalty and her trust were called into question, all for reporting something that was wrong. Yep. So I said wrong is wrong. And 22% of whistleblowers report some form of retaliation. Yeah. You know, and I think... That's just it. There are unfortunately cases where things do get crushed. You know, I. It, it's the whole thing where there's a scheme, right? And the the cancer of the scheme has spread its tentacles throughout the organization. People start to get a vested interest, right? Because they're receiving benefits of whatever kind, monetary or whatever, right? Yeah. Like those sick people, um, University of Michigan was that where Larry Nassar was from? So he's the guy who was abusing the women's U.S. Oh, gymnast the Olympics team. guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Let's see. That sounds right. Michigan, Wisconsin. I don't want to throw any teams or schools under the bus. But well, I'm was that the the village, or whatever, or like their training place? Well, yeah. Whenever he was. was doing in support of them, quote unquote, with yeah. his abuse, um, people knew about it and let it get let it go. Like the people in the organization did not investigate him, and that that's the thing. Is like the the gymnastics team was winning. And so they were trying to tell themselves, they claimed, that the therapies were working, even though he was sexually harassing and abusing these girls. It's like, that's the kind of sick stuff that goes on. And it's just like people convince themselves, right, oh, my gosh. And I'm sorry to go here even, but we were talking earlier today. And it's like I was telling you, the evil people in history, right, that have done things that were wrong, it's almost like people allow it because they get convinced that it is right, even though, like, they don't allow themselves to step back and see the wrong in it to stop it. Yeah. Like the Nazis. And again, I'm not, like, trying to draw a direct correlation to anybody today with the Nazis. I'm just saying, in that instance, what yeah. happened there was this whole propaganda machine won over oh, a people. And they and they targeted the kids. Right. And yeah. but that, that whole thing, yeah. it was smart. It yeah. was like an infiltration of information that, that changed people's perspective and minds, got them to focus on what they wanted so they would ignore all the things that were wrong and not... And there were people who did think it was wrong. Yeah. But I'm saying, it's that whole tribalism thing, again, it rearing its ugly head in this fashion. Yeah. Where they became that evil empire. Oh, yeah. That's all terrible. Yeah. Oh, and so, so you know, that and to bring it back to whistleblowing, right? You think about it in terms of if there were the right people in charge... The right whistleblower to saying, hey, this is wrong, let's stop it, could have stopped tragedy in different parts of history. Maybe not the one I just gave, but you know what I mean. No, I completely understand, and I agree. And I, People should be able to come forward. I feel bad, in case we didn't like purely put this together spot out for you. We're doing this because a whistleblower came forward yes. and indicated that there was a very inappropriate phone call that took place on wow, July 25th. I know that off the top of my head. Oh. Yes. Um, on July 25th between... 
President Trump and President of Ukraine, President yep. Zelensky. Other folks were on the call. Yes, a whole host of other peoples. And um, so a whistleblower came forward. Uh, there were private hearings, and we've covered all this, that there were private testimonies, some of them were leaked, where we got to review the deposition of Bill Taylor and Vindeman. Yep. Glad I know how to say that now. After seven hours of hearing it, I can now say it confidently. Um, so, that's why we started with the whistleblowers. And throughout the hearing, you kept hearing Nunes, uh, Representative Jordan, I can't remember the other guy, smug-looking guy. Uh, he, they all were complaining that they didn't get to know the identity of the whistleblower. Right. And... Which, by its very nature, is an anonymous source. Which, that is protected. And right? they... Yes. Now, there is a few potholes that, that Schiff inadvertently had stepped in that I think he could have foreseen. Sure. Mistakes were made on both sides of the Yes, that. because Schiff had <clears throat> said that they would hear from the whistleblower. But then... Everyone started smearing See, the whistleblower. He never said that. No, he shouldn't have. That was stupid. But that was before they started smearing the whistleblower. It was before Trump came out and said that possibly uh, it was treason, oh, which sure. was punishable by death. Right. If Talk so, about intimidation and harassment. So, I'm sorry to totally interject no, here. Good time. Whistleblower.gov. Yes. You go there. Yes. It outlines a lot of bullet points related to. What cannot be done to a whistleblower? And in there, I took a screenshot of it and sent it to Chris. It talks about how you cannot directly threaten or harass or intimidate or seek any reprisal against a whistleblower. That is illegal. Yeah. And the president has done it. His son has done it. His son oh, shared. His son's the worst. His son shared a name and I think photographs. Yep. I've seen pictures online of people who have shared like things of a supposed whistleblower identity. And I sit there and say to myself, why is it worth endangering potentially innocent people? Because nobody yeah, has finally said, hey, wrong? I'm the whistleblower. My name is such and such, right? Nobody said that. And because they haven't, until identity has been confirmed, people could be killed. That's what's sick about this whole situation. It's so on fire that people are willing to risk other people's lives. Yes. Sorry. Yes. I, just, no, no, I get so mad about that. It just pisses me off, that whole concept about... We need a whistleblower out. We need to see, hear, hear from him directly. Uh, and that makes no sense. Why? Because he did follow the letter. I'll cut you off again. No, you're good. Follow the letter of the law. Yep. Right? In submitting that um, deposition or paperwork, right? The, the proper forms to say, hey, this is something that's wrong, and here's my information related to it. Yep. And even the legal counsel, the Trump, the Trump administrative legal counsel said it was followed the, the letter of the law. Yes. It wasn't just that person's representatives and lawyers. I know, and there's so many things that we could debunk. Because, uh, can we get to the hearings? Yes, because go. There was a bunch of hearings, and I was homesick, so I watched most all of them and found myself really addicted to it. It was kind of crazy how, It like, gets in, like, a rhythm. It does, and, like, I learned the, the order that people ask questions, so I knew how to search for things faster, which honestly helped for doing the show review and stuff like that. But, um... Day one, we had Bill Taylor, in the morning anyways, and this guy, we covered most of his stuff uh, in the previous episode. Who he is. Yes, yes. who he is. Why so he I will is link a... you back, but uh, in his testimony, he, he saw irregular policies, an irregular policy channel contradicting the long-standing policy from 
normal channels. Yeah. And up, that was up being that ran. Channel. Yes. I don't know how you want to do this. Do you want to talk about the Republican talking points and why they're BS, or do you want to talk about the actual just facts of the case? I want to state the case as it is. Okay. And if I can any, do this well. If there's any major things to point out about how one side is screwing up or the other, we can talk about that. Because both sides, again, he and I are not sitting here saying, we want the Democrats to win all this because we're on the Democrats' team. No, not at all. We want right to prevail. I will say this. I want... I, I thought Nunes was treating this whole thing like a joke. Correct. There has been... I agree. I'm many, ashamed of the Re Republicans. I would be very like, ashamed to be a Republican. and, and, and That are liking what they're seeing from these people. I can't tell if Nunes wasn't... I'm not trying to be mean at all. <clears throat> is he not intelligent enough to understand the story? It's... Like, is it... Is it too many moving parts? He had the same, like, approach every time he got to speak after the chair, right? Oh, yeah. Today's no. witch hunt. Today's yep. whatever. Yep. Today's... The changing narrative, uh, you know, went from being this to being this, and now it's this. You know, with the, it was quid pro quo, and then it was extortion, then it was bribery. Guess, like guess what? All those things are outlined from the beginning. Like, that's just... Why even say... It's just words. Oh, I know, dude. And what did you say earlier? It was to create the right kind of clips so that they're favorable news organizations yes. could just put them in the right light. And that's the thing. I don't doubt the that. The things they the were way. saying were absolutely asinine. They were sound bites, and they were never co corroborated by by the yeah. uh, witnesses. The it was thing. like they just had to be heard. And, and they were submitting articles. And I, I will say this. I, I, I criticize them for being dumb, but they were very smart in how they phrased their questions. Because Correct. the thing you need to understand about all of this is there's the financial security, security aid, Yes. That was held up for 55 days. But on top of that, President Zelensky of Ukraine was supposed to have a meeting. Yep. He was desperate for a meeting. He wanted legitimacy. And you have to understand, Ukraine is in a war with Russia. Correct. And that up until... Crimea? Yes. Because that was annexed? Yes. And so uh, we've been giving them lots of money to do this. Hundreds of millions, probably billions every year. And now you may hear that President Trump years. held the money back. Yep. Because he was worried about corruption. Yep. And that's the Republican talking point. Yep. The He's problem with that corruption. is there was an internal review, and you can listen to this in... Um, Dr. Hill's testimony. Dr. Hill's testimony. Yep. She said specifically in there that... I want to just do the whole thing with her. She got into it saying that there was two policies going on. And one of them was being run by Sondland. And she kept getting into it with Sondland. Yep. And she finally figured out, after hearing all the testimony, that there were two very clear different channels going on. And when she was getting mad, it was because it there were two things. And she didn't know about one of them. Yeah, she was pushing one agenda. And what she testified was that there was already a review done about Ukraine, what whether they should have got the money or not. Yeah. That was done yep. by the State Department that, or yep. the National Security the Pompeo Council. Yes. State Department. It was done. It was already done. And guess what? Ukraine had met all of the requirements, including the anti-corruption. It was done. But then our president decides to listen to Giuliani. Yep. Can I ask you one quick question? Yes. Hey, Dr. Hill, who does she work for? Oh, would that be uh, Trump's appointed State Department? That's, that's correct. Like, okay, yeah. sorry. Mr. Giuliani. Mr. Giuliani. Now, Mr. Giuliani has a lot of business dealings in Ukraine, and that's great. 
for him, but apparently not great for Hunter Biden. So let's get back to that. Um, uh, in Ukraine, there was a inspector general named uh, Yenchenkov. Something like that. I won't Yenchenkov. Even, I won't claim to know. And so sounds right. I know. I posted a thing of. Uh, funny names being said. So Yenchenkov was Inspector General of Ukraine. He was asked to step down, or was basically outed when Zelensky became president. Okay? So he wanted a passport to America and was denied that passport by none other, other than Marie Ivanovich, who flagged him for being Part corrupt. of the corruption. Part of the corruption. Yeah. So this guy then goes and says to Giuliani that Yovanovitch is spreading rumors about Trump or being anti-Trump. And Giuliani then takes those rumors to Trump, and Trump believes them. Because, okay, sorry to cut you off. No, good time. Okay, Yovanovitch yep. has been a part of Ukrainian dealings with the State Department through several administrations? I no, 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 no. Was it not her? I guess you're right, two. I believe two. I don't think it was more than that, though. Was it Bush, though, and Obama, and then now Trump? Uh, I didn't think she was in Ukraine for Bush. She's been she's there been, She's yes. been there and in, is in established, I guess is my yes. point. So forget about that detail. Sorry. I may have got that wrong. But she's established. Yes. Now, Giuliani and Trump, how much experience do they have on the ground in I know. Ukraine? None. I okay. Mean, well, so the I sources mean, that they may were they were getting may not have been very well vetted. No, that's the thing. They're already debunked. They are yeah. sources that are debunked. So Trump, yeah. and this is like I'm trying. I want to build the narrative. So again, Trump gets all these BS rumors about Yovanovitch, and he starts a smear campaign about her publicly. He's tweeting about her. Yep. His son, I believe, tweets about her. Correct. So she starts to freak out a little bit, and she asks the State Department to say, hey, can you back me up? Like, can you please do that? And so one of the people that testified did, uh, I think it was Hale, maybe, or Cooper, one of the others to me, but one of the first people that worked at the State Department pushed to have that done, say, we need to back up Yovana, that she's fighting some integrity questions that are nonsensical. Yeah. And she Where's got, this coming from? She got denied because the State Department was worried that they would put out a statement that the president would then directly... Contradict. Contradict. Yeah. And that makes the State Department look weak. Yep. And the State Department has people all, all over the world. They need they leverage. Yes. They need leverage. Trump, yep. God, he's just a freaking idiot. Like, I, I am so sorry. I just... If you can't follow this... You're not trying hard enough. Like, I don't know what else to say. I was going to bring visual aids because I thought that would help, and I was going to have a douchebag be the president in this it, whole thing because I thought that would be comical, but I didn't know where to put it. It gets to be so hard to understand the folks who just say that this is a complete witch hunt or whatever you want to call it because when you have people up here risking their life, limb, and careers to, to say, and at risk of perjury, going to prison, Yep. right? That this happened, and it's several people who are not just tied to Trump. They're not just tied to Obama in most cases. I think there's there's a, usually a lot. Bill Taylor especially. He's been in service for 30, 40 years. Like, Same for Yovanovitch. And that's just it. I know. This Career. is not an agenda. Not a secret agenda. They're out, they're not out. They're not, they're not 
never Trumpers. Yeah. Like you don't have to be a never Trumper to see wrong and understand that shit's wrong. Like, I know. It's just all wrong. And like I'm, my all there is to it. my story to you today, my narrative is based off the testimony of witnesses sworn in. If Correct. you are basing your ideas off of what President Trump said. I have to tell you, on Fox and Friends, first off, I have to tell you, he was not under oath. I have to tell, also tell yeah. you, his White House refused to send all the requested paperwork. Correct. There, now, here's the thing. Again, I take it back to, okay, if I, if I was an, if I was Trump, and I was innocent of this. Yes. Instead of just saying, I'm not going to cooperate at all. He did the right thing in terms of lawyering up. He needed representation. That's what Clinton did. Why would you not do that? To make sure you don't mess up in terms of putting yourself, risking exposure legally that's not necessary. That can happen because you can get stuck in a web of legalities and technicalities, right? So you should understand your rights I and, and yeah. convey yourself the appropriate way legally. Yeah. So he got that part right. But what he completely messed up on was he built the stone wall, the figurative wall of we are, they announced we're not going to cooperate with this at all because it's a sham. Okay, yeah. guess what? You can't call it a sham because it's constitutionally mandated that a Congress sees conduct that is unbecoming of the office of the presidency and could be classified as bribery, treason, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. Guess what? They are mandated by our founding fathers yeah. to investigate it. So there's the sham process debunked it's it's a legitimate process this should be happening the republicans did it to clinton and that was fine he's wrong too right and this whole thing just kind of spirals just like oh my gosh so that's that's fine and then also on the flip side of that by saying they're not going to cooperate at all they just open the door to another article of impeachment which is obstruction of justice oh no i know it, it just, just i i I that one that. alone, I don't. I fail to see how people don't don't get. If you're innocent, prove it. Yeah. Now it's not the whole side of um, you're innocent until proven guilty because we're not at the trial phase. He doesn't have to do that yet. Right now, here's his chance to say, no, you got it wrong. I did not have a personal interest in this at all. Yeah. I was. It was coincidental that it became these people, and then here's the evidence of that. And honestly, if they just gave us the actual call instead of the the released transcripts from the White House that were taken Which their word on. people still not know that's not the actual word Correct. said? We don't know what was actually said because it's on a classified server. And we then never will. And testified that there was talk about the Bidens. He was on the call. He yeah. also has 30 First plus hand years. knowledge. I know. Oh my God. I'm sorry to cut you off, but all these things about this is all hearsay. One of the people, I think maybe Dr. Hill, said you can call it hearsay. But we were on these calls. I talked to these people. I know what was said to me about this from them. Yeah. Like, Yeah. it's back to everyone who wants to say, I read about them saying, these are tools of the Democrats. Okay. What are they going to get out of this? What good will come to them personally from this by risking all of this, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I cannot put it together what they're going to gain. And the whole thing about they're going to undo the 2016 election. Guess what? He's been president for three years plus. We can't undo what's been done. And quite frankly, we wouldn't be in this mess at all if we would just, if there would be some level of cooperation. And what was it that Trump said during his inauguration speech is he was going to unite and bring people together. And he said it in the State of the Union too, I think. Yeah, after all the doom. 
Yeah, and so dark days. I just I I don't know. I struggle making that conclusion. It's it's hard. It's crazy. It is. I do want to try and get a complete picture for people because I yes. feel like it is hard for people to get it. So like, I don't know how to take it. Let's take it one thing at a time. Okay. First off, there were two things. That was the meeting, yes. and that was the aid. Yes. The aid was released. Correct. And but that was convenient time wise. Yes, because yes, exactly. So I don't know. God, it's just so big. This is so big, and this is what the Democrats are dealing with. They're in a hole, and you have idiots on there up on the right that are just throwing nonsense into it. It literally is like the O.J. Simpson case. They all turned into little freaking one-liners, uh, one-liners yep. and stuff. It's yep. just ridiculous. Johnny Cochran. They like, want to sit there and talk about pageantry, and honestly, you want to like if you listen to if you actually listen to the testimony, the people who you get a sense that they're talking from their heart, are mostly the Democrats. Some of the Democrats are a bit crass, right? They come off a bit I wrong, so. in my opinion. The Republicans all come across as assholes. There's a woman on, a lady on there. I don't know her name. Yeah. But she, like, became a, you know, a stalwart, a freaking beacon of light for the conservative cause. I didn't even hear what she was saying, but... She I was mean, just grandstanding and calling out how the process was unfair. And I was going to say, I just, I just read some bullets about how, you know, she wasn't offering anything up in terms of true arguments. It was more like just sound bites and filler during her testimony or her time. Thing. So Jim Jordan, oh gosh, it's so hard. Jim Jordan uh, <laughs> and Nunes did a good job of confusing the difference between the meeting and the funds. Yes. And they kept pointing they out how the funds were released and yep. how the not talking investigation about never came out and stuff like that. Yep. The thing is, the funds got released because Trump would have been in deep crap if they wouldn't have released them. Because it was con congressionally approved. Congressionally yep. approved, and they would have expired on the 30th if he hadn't. He released them on September 11th, so he had a few days. Now, the whistleblower was the announcement that the whistleblower's complaint was going around Congress came into the White House, I think it was like September 10th or September 8th. There was a few days, I think. Three days. Three days. And that whole thing, yeah, in three days, it, the whole narrative changed. And it was after that time that Gordon Sondland uh, had called Trump, and, yep. and, and this is a famous or big spot in the thing, asked him this open-ended question, what do you want from Ukraine? And Trump responds, I don't want anything. I don't want any quid, quo, quid pro quo. I just want Zelensky to do what he says he's going to do. Why did Trump immediately go to quid pro quo? Why did he, yeah, why did he have to say that? a million things. So I like to think that's debunked right there. Um, the other thing is Holmes testified. He overheard a phone call between Sondland and Trump and basically... The un, un, uh, unprotected call yeah, they in were the restaurant. A, yeah, they were sharing a uh, appetizer, and, and Holmes could hear Trump through Sondland's cell phone. And he said even Sondland would, like, wince away because he was talking so loud. And got off the call, and Sondland said to Holmes, yeah, the investigations are more important um, than Ukraine. Like, Trump doesn't care about Ukraine, doesn't give a rat's ass, is what I think they wouldn't say Congress. Um... So I think that's one talking point completely debunked. And the other thing that we know is there were aides from you, uh, aides of Zelensky, the Ukrainian president, that that were making joking comments about how, oh, you want us to do this, much like you're wanting us to look into Biden's for you or something like that. Right. I mean, 
The other thing was Bill Taylor, uh, in his testimony, he had testified that Zelensky didn't like being a pawn in, in politics right. and stuff. <clears throat> um, I think day two with Marie Yovanovitch is, is another really important thing because Yovanovitch, I think, really helps set up motive for this whole thing. Yovanovitch is there uh, in Ukraine doing her job and based on crappy information by some corrupt guy she snubbed, you know, she basically gets recalled. But before she gets recalled, she first gets smeared. She's smeared for no good reason. To this day, there's been no valid anything said about her to, to, that Correct. justifies the destroying of her reputation the president attempted to do. Yeah. And um, she was tr tough on corruption. I mean, and Trump wanted her out of there so he could be corrupt, it seems like. So... If and I, while she's testifying... He's what? He's tweeting about how that was a everything she touched Trump, went yeah, very bad, bad or something. Like, and that was and Adam Schiff stopped the hearing to read the to read the tweet to her and let her respond. And I mean I felt so bad for her. I mean the State Department said they wanted to back her up but literally couldn't because they were worried about what the idiot in the office was gonna do. I mean, wake up people. Do you care about America? I'm sorry to get on the high horse, but it's getting to that point. It, like, I watched a Glenn Beck thing where Glenn Beck was comparing the Democrats to Hydra. Right. <laughs> and people were saying, time to get the guns and stuff like that. Yeah, like, we're going to fight a war if you take out my president. It's like, your president doesn't care about you. I know. Like, I, wake up, people. I, I'm sorry. It's hard to be nice to you guys at this point because you're not listening. Like, you're not listening. It, did did yeah. any of you have parents that ever stopped you and said, <clears throat> you're not listening? I say that to my son all the time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's I, David Nunes is either not mature enough to handle the things, uh, the implications. Jim Jordan, he's got a scandal against him <laughs> because he knew about a wrestling coach, whatever medical guy that would give exams to whatever, and he'd go jerk off in the uh, showers while he was watching the wrestlers. And of stuff. course. And Jim Jordan knew about it. He'd say, "Oh, that's just him." So, Jim Jordan seems perfectly fine with watching things that are very inappropriate yeah. and doing nothing Committing about it. pedophilia or crimes. And now he's moved up to national security. Like, so, what? And, yeah, and so this guy's setting his own character up to be just shredded. Yes. And, you know, and integrity for all these folks is just through the shredder. And the bull crap claim that Trump was doing all this because he was worried about corruption. That's Jim Jordan's favorite line. It's almost so, it's so funny. It is. <clears throat> there was already taxpayer dollars going to an investigation that was done. Cleared Ukraine. And guess what? Trump they ignored it. Ignored it. He ignores everything <clears throat> from our State Department. Keeps bringing it up. So he was worried about the corruption and the election meddling in Ukraine. When all of his intelligence agencies have said it was Russia, has he done a darn thing to investigate Russia's meddling? This no. A, that was the point that was made. Is He was so hell-bent on going after Ukraine. Why on earth wasn't that equal? If if not, if okay, if Ukraine is a focus, let's, let's just say that's legitimate, right? Say all that was right on the level, right? Say it was. Okay, why wasn't the same effort put forth to go after Iran, to go after Hell, Korea, he had to go after Russia. He had the president China? of Turkey, Turkey at the White House. Yes, Erdogan. Come on, I just 
It's yeah. It, it's, That's gonna be like my thing that the doll says when you pull the string. And his good buddy Netanyahu is now under investigation. Oh, uh, yeah, charges. I mean, charges are drawn against him. Yeah. So, I I have so many problems. Like you can go off on massive tangents all over the place with this stuff. You know, with uh, his ties to all kinds of people that are bad actors, if not criminals. Sondland was a terrible witness, I have to say. He seemed He's like... He's a hotelier. Yes, he seemed like he would say anything that, anything that the people questioned and wanted him to say. Yeah, and you know what's funny? I think, I, I thought that he was supposed to, like, try to, so he would have more of a backbone when it came to that stuff, but he literally went up there and said, yeah, it was a quid pro quo. We all knew it. Giuliani, Giuliani told us what the president wanted. Okay? Yep. So... You know, you and I talked about Giuliana being the scapegoat. He said Giuliana was telling us what the president wanted. So unless the president told his personal lawyer exactly yeah. what he wanted, how could Giuliana interpret that? Right. Is he a soothsayer? Right. Is he a freaking psychic? Which we have more no, he's an idiot and a, just a complete moron when it comes to even defending him also, his own self. So Trump removed a tough on corrupt ambassador. <clears throat> He ignored his own State Department, I mean, so many times, but the two major ones in this was the report on Ukraine was already done. They put the work in. That there wasn't anything to worry about. There wasn't anything to worry about. Release the money. Release the money. Everybody urged Trump to release the money. And, and instead, Trump had this private back channel with Giuliani, Sondland, and... Uh, well, the three amigos are Perry, Volker, and Sondland. Yeah. Ah, Rick Perry, are you kidding me? I, I mean, are you just, are you anything? Rick Perry, add that to the sentence, it becomes a joke. There's a whole tangent on that, too, in terms of Rick Perry. Why is the Secretary of Energy there making major deals? Well, now he stepped down. Yeah. Conveniently. Lots of people stepped down. Brian Zinke got... He, can, he stepped down when they started investigating all of his taking money and like using it inappropriately and whatever else. It's like all these people, everything he touches turns into garbage. I know. I feel like, the honest to God, the it's Republicans... Crumbling. I said this earlier. The Republicans, <clears throat> Fox, everybody, they literally say the left is doing everything that they're about to do. They claim, that they themselves are about to do. Yes. Like, are, like it's ridiculous. It's just utterly ridiculous. And, like, I don't know how to fix this. It is frightening. From our, our show on social capita and tribalism, things yeah. have devolved even worse. Yeah. We have a longtime friend who backed out of coming to a friend's giving. I don't know if that's political. He had something come up, maybe. Could be. Seems political. But there's a lot. It's poisoning ties that it should not be touching. Because, I, you know, folks are allowing themselves to... Be enamored by one narrative or the other. For Trump, though, I mean, come, like, look who it is. It's not like it's two great men battling it out. <laughs> right. This is Trump, like, a guy that's sleeping with prostitutes or porn stars, like, sexually assaulting women. And, like, I get it. Like, I do get it that, that Bill Clinton had some of his faults, too. Biden was but, accused of sexual harassment. But there is a big difference. But either one of those guys said, hey... I like to kiss him. I can't help but kiss him. And then I grab him by the pussy. And and they were... He said that they were, on video. 
they were still patriots. Like, they were able to put their own interests aside. I guarantee they had blind trusts put up for their businesses and de and devolve their interests. Like, it's, what he's done is unprecedented on so many levels, and then people are saying it's admirable because he's changing the narrative. He's no, setting new standards. It's ridiculous. Of bad. I'm trying to get Brent to watch The West Wing. So if you like the West Wing, I am gonna watch the West Wing. But feel free to pressure me. Please do. Uh, and I was telling him it is so sad that the West Wing looks more like a documentary <laughs> compared to the like crap show that's going on right now in our <clears throat> everyday lives. I yeah. mean, it's sad. And I know I'm getting off the boat here on on the hearings. Yeah, I'm sorry I mean, about that. But honestly, we've covered the the majority of the major points though. I like, feel like we have. We know... It's not that there's not more. There's been five days of hearings. And, you know, people want to poo-poo the fact that... I think it, it was more than... Was it six? It was, well, five full days that I know of. Five or six. Yeah. That's not... At first I had said four, but then I realized... I think I, There's just so many PM sessions. They Correct. had morning and PM sessions. Yep. And that just screwed up how they numbered them. <clears throat> they, they were long. Um... <clears throat> And I think the important, like I said, we hit the, the major highlights, the things that, that that stand on their own. They're not just strictly some politician that hates Trump said this. No, no. And we covered other folks that, Vindeman, right? Yep. We covered Bill Taylor in depth, right? Um, other people have spoken. That Holmes guy. If you watch one testimony, watch Holmes. Like, watch him, who's the last day. Like, he was gripping, and if we're going to watch two, watch Marina Ivanovich, because if you, like, even, what's the guy, uh, Wallace on Fox, yeah. he said, if you can watch her testimony and not feel something, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's sad. She laid it out all on the line right and there. And Trump is, like, why would anybody want to serve in the government after Trump? I mean, he is, oh, I just feel like I'm starting to sound like a crazy person. He is ruining America. He is <laughs> ruining the values that we stand for. He is making light of his office. He's losing the respect of our country across the world. People got mad when he was booed at the Nationals game, right? But the problem is, the problem that I have is, people are like, well, no one's respecting the office of the presidency anymore. And I ask myself, why is that? Why would they think it's okay to boo the president now? Could it be that the president has been su made such a jackass of himself that people think of it that way, that, well, what would Trump do if, if he didn't like, he would boo him. Yeah. Like, it's I, like really a rally. Believe, I believe that's what's happened. I do too. I mean, I, oh, it's just, it's disheartening. And now, I don't know, do we cover everything? I don't want to get too far off the thing. No, no, I think that that's good in terms of that piece of it. Now, anything whistleblower-wise we need to expand on, I think that that was just kind of nice in context of the discussion. You I know? do. I still want to go back and do Snowden. Time Magazine did a, a, an F, or a whole magazine about whistleblowers. Time did a whole... Uh, Time did the cover, but then, uh, wow, there's another big article I found. I can't remember what, who which publication did it, but it was whistleblowers that changed history. I mean, whistleblowers are... Maybe we'll do a podcast just on that sometime. Yeah, because even, uh, what's the other guy I looked up? Uh, the little WikiLeaks guy, Julian. Oh, Assange. Yeah, I mean, he got his whole start because of Chelsea Manning. Correct. And there are parts of his story that are very legitimate. They just kind of spiraled off oh, into this whole thing. And then all of a sudden you find out, like, some of his information got, like, American soldiers killed, I'm pretty sure. Correct, because they were releasing, like, spy or yeah. other information of, of, 
uh, people's identities yes. who were undercover or something. And that's where, I mean, I don't know. And that's where you can argue any of them, Snowden, stuff like that. But, I mean, look at this. Look at the whistleblower and how he's getting treated now. And then tell me that Edward Snowden could have handled it many other ways. I just feel like this is yep. setting more Edward Snowdens up in the future, what Trump is doing. The other thing I think it's really important to talk about is the damage this has done to Ukraine. Like, nobody's going to talk about that yet. Here on Brent and Chris Talk, we will. Yeah. But... Yeah. Ukraine has had bipartisan support. Right. Okay? And, like, this is dragging their name through the mud because it's either Zelensky <coughs> was afraid to go against Trump because he thinks he's going to be president for four more years, or he just thinks that's it the way the business is done. I don't know. Well, think about it. So you're Zelensky. You just got off the... You, you're dealing with all this crap, right? It's coming out that all... all uh, these people that work for Trump are saying now that there was a quid pro quo, and yeah, they were holding it over his head because he wasn't going to get a meeting. He wasn't going to get anybody important into Ukraine unless he did what he wanted in terms of investigations. And so because of that, what are you going to say when you get asked by, were you under pressure, Chris? And I need people to understand this. Are you going to say yeah? Ukraine depends on U.S. more than any That's other country. You're not going to say yes. You can't. I, you can't. And even the call. Because he's the, still president. In the transcript, he even says, like. I'm your man. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I stole your word, It's dude. great. It's great. But and he I, said, I'm your man. It's just people. Just like on the mob. Up. Where, hey, hey, man. Yes. I'm your man. Through and through. I kill whoever you Even want. Even Nunes dressed like a freaking mobster with his pinstripe suit and stuff. I'm like, come on. And they brought their stupid signs in. I just cannot stand. Like, I think the Republican GOP Why make keeps a joke Kinko's of in office. Yeah. Or, and it uh, keeps Kinko's open, like, with all the ridiculous big signs. Yeah. I yeah I have problems with a lot of that approach. And Storming the, the testimony Holmes, before. The Holmes guy, another great thing he said is this is not over for right. Zelensky. They got the A, that's fine. They're still trying to get the meeting. Yeah. Like, they still need to get... If he's going to really back Ukraine. And, yes. and if he really wanted... So, if he was really going after corruption, Chris, okay? So, we're, we're in the, all this stuff right now. It's it's a witch hunt, whatever else, right? The damn Democrats are still coming after me. Okay. So, you're after corruption, though. You're Donald Trump. What are you doing right now to, to go after that? Are you still talking to... Hey, Let's get our meeting going so we can get oh, in there. No, so that's been testified. Follow I'm sorry. Up. That was covered in yeah. the testimony. Supposedly, Perry, Volker, and Sondland yeah. were doing their own investigation. Okay. And they found that it was good. Okay. So There's no evidence of that. There's no paperwork. There's no nothing. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why aren't they testifying and telling us this? And well, then why is Trump still going after the corruption? And Volker did. And Volker was not happy about being called three amigo. I feel bad for Volker. He seems like the honest man in the bunch that just got duped. Probably. I could be wrong. But Sondland, like, Sondland got called out partway through the testimony. I shared it on my Facebook page. I don't think I shared it to ours. But uh, Sondland was getting called out by a guy, and the guy, uh, Sondland kind of snapped back. I don't appreciate this line of questioning. And he goes, well, I don't care, because it took long enough to get the truth out of you. Like, let me remind you, this is your third time here to tell the truth. And, like, I thought it was really good, just... The Democrats seem smart. Does that bother people? Why is smart bad? Why is intelligence bad? Why is having, like, being able to put a big picture together bad all of a sudden? Or make us elitist? That's insane. You will not ever make me feel bad 
for being able to comprehend things that you can't. I think the Democrats, you know, are not without their faults. But okay. at the end of the day, history, I'm pretty sure, is going to judge them as following the right path of what should have been done, you know, to make sure. Did you even... know President Andrew Jackson got censured? Yeah. Did you? I've heard of that. I don't know what for. I know. That's my fear. They, they're, don't, they're not going to get remembered. It's not going to get remembered. And, like, do you see what's coming down the pipes? I sent you that thing about the FBI guy. Oh, yeah. Now there's some FBI guy that supposedly, <clears throat> what, falsified information on a yeah. FISA warrant or People something? are setting this up to be, you know, a lot of wrongs on both sides of it. It's going to, and, like, I, oh, it's just frustrating. Trump is better at this than the Democrats, and the Democrats aren't smart enough. They're not smart enough to, like... <laughs> they are smart in lines of questioning during this this committee, but the overall organization's not... It's not, sorry. but even in, the, even in the hearings, the Democrats never pushed back. Like, they would do it in their ending statements and stuff like that, but why, I, I don't understand why it wasn't, like, a cross-examination. Like, why didn't they say, okay, so you, you, you're right, he got, uh, he, they got the funds. They got... Um, they got the funds, and he never had, uh, Zelensky never had to go out to CNN and make his thing, you know. Why didn't the, the, the Democrats say, yes, but did they ever get the meeting? You know, did yeah. they ever do this? Like, I don't know. I, I mean, they just, I felt like the Democrats missed so many opportunities to, to debunk that crap immediately. Yeah. Like, uh, what's it, Schiff waited till the end. He had some nice closing <coughs> remarks here and there. Mm-hmm. Especially at the end with Holmes, he had a nice closing statement at the last hearing, but... <laughs> People probably turned off by then. <laughs> I know, and Sondland was so boring, because it was just, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, whatever you want me to say, pretty much. He'd smile, he'd try to make a joke, get the audience on his side. He's like, at one point he's like, that sounds like something my wife would say. You think they're talking? Should I be worried? Like, he just kept trying to, like milk it and milk it like yeah. it's a limelight like dude you're a liar he went right back to the out. ukraine after that or whatever i so. know because i know because there's no hope in the world and everything's bleak <laughs> we don't know at this point we the don't thing know that, for sure the thing that ticks me off about it honest to god is that the right's more mad about it than we are like they're talking about but on the other side of it yeah and it's like... It's like immediately, we're going to go to war over this. And we're all like, we just want to fulfill the constitutional obligations. I know. I, exactly. <laughs> and that, don't get me wrong. I would be I would be surprised if he does not get impeached by the House. I he would will. be surprised. I'm most likely surprised. I would be super surprised if he doesn't. I'm but I sure wouldn't freaking revolt. Or, or I wouldn't... No, and that doesn't government. matter because the Senate will never remove him from office. He would Which, have to literally kill somebody and be on tape doing it for them to even consider that. Can we say that's like Stockholm Syndrome or something? Like, can someone please go tell the Republicans, you can make the bad man go away. <laughs> he won't hurt you anymore. Yeah. You just have to vote for him, and he's gone. And then we can do criminal charges, and then he'll really be gone. Like, I really would... I really would doubt that that would actually come through because of all like the legal. Like he's really good at look at Stone though stringing things out. Look at Roger Stone. Well, yeah, they got his butt, but and that's another tie. I know we Trump. could do a whole show on Roger Stone <laughs> with uh, the tattoo of Nixon on his back. Yeah, and he's so close to Trump and an impeachment hearing. Like it's it's a joke, people. I, I like wake. Up. I just I don't know how else to do anymore. I literally don't know what else to do. 
Oh, we can't. There's only so much you can do in terms of informing people. And I've asked you. I've asked my dad. I've asked everybody. Yeah. What am I supposed to say to these people? Well, you won't win because we've talked about the tribalistic nature of things. People are entrenched. We talked about this earlier too. There are uh, facts. Well, but remember what we said. If you're if you're in it to win, regardless of the consequences, you don't care about that stuff. You're gonna find whatever it takes to fit the narrative you need to be right. Can I say this? And I know it's going to get taken the wrong way. What we need is a Game of Thrones adaptation of the impeachment. <laughs> and I what I mean by that is if you watch, if you listen, if you read the books, have you read Game of Thrones? Uh, yeah. Okay. It's, I did that before the show. I didn't watch the show. I read the books. Right. It's way bigger. There's way more characters. <laughs> way There's better. way bigger plots and independent plots and stuff like that. Much like this impeachment hearing. Okay. But then Benioff and whatever the stupid guy is that put the show together, they made it simpler. And easier to follow. They would have, you know, one character do things that three other characters would do, but it builds this one character up, whatever, da da da. Sure. Easier to follow. That is what we need for the impeachment. And, like, I know Republicans are going to hear that and say, oh, you need to make a movie out of it because it's so complicated. That's what happened with the whole quid pro quo to the whole bribery thing, to, like, be more specific, right? They changed that into it's a now it's an evolving narrative of different things. No. They're the same. Yeah. It's just what kind of quid pro quo was it? I know. I, I know. I was gonna be a smartass and say like, if you've seen The Hobbit <clears throat> but haven't read the books, the movie impeachment's more for you. <laughs> like, sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I haven't read all the Lord of the Rings. I started at there. Too wordy for me. Like, I can get through Dickens, but Tolkien is just not my cup of tea. <laughs> this is my cup of tea. That's right. And uh, I got way off base there. But I I'm just saying, it's so hard to follow. And that's, I, damn Trump for doing this cleverly. Damn the Republicans for being complicit in it and ab abdicating logic and duty and patriotism, I would argue. I mean, what are they getting out of it? What are they getting out of Trump? I I don't know, but I don't look at it as there's a gain element. I look at it as they feel obliged to support him because they're afraid of losing elections because of pissing off his base. That's insane to me. But think I, about I, it. I mean, it's not wrong. I, I came to that logic because of all the people who are not going to run for re-election now because they don't they don't want to go against him. So <laughs> hey, think about this: if they just retire and don't rerun. Then once he's gone, they can rerun, and then they can go against him, and it won't hurt him. Yeah. Look at Sessions. I know. But he's supporting him. I, I know. Did I ever say a bad word about the president? No. I've supported him. <laughs> Why is that? Because you... <laughs> I don't know what the official word. He removed himself from that investigation. Recused, yeah. Yeah, so he wouldn't have to deal with it. He was smart. He was. Conniving bastard is He's a career politician. That's right. I mean, I just... You know, <clears throat> we can try to wrap this up because we're at the hour six minute mark. But I no, I will say... This what, was good. What are your thoughts on who's going to beat Trump? Because I have to be honest. I'm we, not... I'm feeling more shaky than ever. The problem is we're still on this whole like debate, this, that, and the other. I already told you. I feel like we gotta get down to a few candidates who are gonna duke it out and get down to one with a vice president candidate who can get the campaign 
because that's why we're like in this lull phase. I know. So you can't feel a lot of hope because you don't know who, who's going to go for it. I want to see Buttigieg as a vice presidential candidate because I want to see him go against the former governor of the state he's mayor of. I want him to just be in the running regardless. Well, I do too. But I think it'd be good to see see him in a VP role. It's, I it's love, probably more appropriate than president. Excuse me. I love Bernie and Warren. I really do. And I think it makes sense because they draw different <coughs> voters. But... <clears throat> I, 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 hey, I don't mean this bad. I think, I told you this earlier, I don't think Bernie would get distracted by Trump. I think Bernie would be able to stay on message in a debate. I think Bernie would be able to deliver his message. I think Warren would get bowled over. She does when people go rioting at her speeches. I know, yeah. Like she she just gets a... stopped in her tracks. Yep. She can't win them back over. I feel like Bernie has that appeal. And I have to call out Bernie on this. I told this earlier, too. Bernie, man, stop going for the fringe votes. Like, he's arguing, like, the most out-there things that, like, violent... That guy that bombed the Boston Marathon. Yeah. I can't remember his name. I don't know But his he name. was arguing that he should be allowed to vote. That is a very small number of votes, Bernie. If you're going to be toting or catering to people, like... These kids are the ones that are going to get you the votes just till you get in office, man. And I hate to say that, but come on. Like, if you don't at least try to have the appeal like to win, then why are you elect? You know why are you running? So I I know, and I don't. Again, I I don't see Biden being the guy. No, Biden he's, is. He's killed himself. Yes, slowly. He's gaffed himself. He he's, can't talk. He puts himself into awkward situations, and he. Uh, he says dumb things about the way, like, marijuana, man. He said that he doesn't support legalization, regardless of whether you support it or not. Cory Booker the, in the debate said, the country's I honestly going thought you were high when you said that. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny. It was. It's the best part. The debates, I, I just got to watch clips of, which, I don't know. Again, I have to Me get too. on my thing. I don't have cable, you know? We've talked about this before. I was looking at CNN updates. I know. How ridiculous is it that you can't watch a presidential debate? Like, and I don't even mean this meaner, but, like, let's talk about, like, poverty and stuff. Like, that tends to be more African Americans. Right. Okay, so... How are they going to be informed? So why, like, who the hell are they catering to when they do these debates? I, I, I mean, the people that support them can't even watch it. A large population of them. I know exactly, yep. and I, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. Gosh, just listen to minorities talk. in general, right? The disenfran, the folks who don't have as much, right? Yeah. Don't make it difficult for them to know what's going on. I Give hear- them a reason to vote instead of like, well, they're not going to let me know, so I'm not going to vote. <laughs> I think we should hold the RNC liable for Trump. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I, I don't understand why we can't hold the RNC somewhat responsible. Like, they can, they are not the government. They are not the government. They could have said, this candidate does not represent our values. Like, if Bernie Sanders just said he was a Republican and we all registered as Republicans, would they let Bernie run on the ticket? Or would they Would they say, uh, no, you're not really a Republican? They probably wouldn't let him run. I mean, hell, the DNC didn't even let Bernie run. You know what I mean? I'm being serious. Like, it's not right, but they probably wouldn't. And that's what I'm saying. They let Trump run. They let this happen. Well, you saw the massive rallies he was having. That's ridiculous. No, but that... I'm not making an argument for it. I'm just saying that 
that broad appeal that they thought they saw. <laughs> I'm gonna be really mean to Metallica fans, but I chose not to. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. That those crowds that they were able to pull into just large spaces. That's what they were able to publicize and, and use to try to win. I don't remember where I heard this, but can you just imagine in Shakespeare time that there, he was putting on these plays that would be remembered hundreds of years? Yeah, it was like the 1500s, but, I think. Yeah, so hundreds of years later. And most of the people were watching the bear baiting fights. Like, yeah, how frustrating must that have been for him to, to like... He had no... <laughs> writing out these dramas. Yes, and he's like <laughs> up against bear baits. Up against bear bait. That's what it feels like we're at today. Intelligence up against a reality TV star. <clears throat> that's really what his claim to fame is. That's why I didn't want. That's why I was so disgusted by people, you know, supporting him as a candidate. I'm like, you want the guy that ran The Apprentice and the Miss Universe pageants to run the country? And the guy that, like, hawks steaks and stuff and stuff from China and then bitches about us buying stuff from China? Failed uh, university, failed casino owner, notorious they don't nigs on paying have your, contractors. Yeah, there's uh, says, <clears throat> we pay contractors that do good work. Well, guess what? <clears throat> you don't get to define good work. If they meet the contract obligations, you got to pay them. Uh, it's, it's all hard. People have gone bankrupt over this stuff. We're going to go off on a massive tangent there. So... We have upcoming shows. Yes. Uh, things we're looking forward to saying. So much. As you can tell, we have been like bottling it up. We've got more in the tank. I had like three pages today, so a lot of this is off book. And I'm sorry. I, I uh, If you need to see the specifics of what people said, let me encourage you to watch Bill Taylor's. Watch Marine Ivanovich. C-SPAN. Yep, they're all on C-SPAN. Watch Sondland. He had some interesting things. And watch Holmes. I think those are the biggest takeaway. Yep. Uh, Holmes was on the last day. And Hill. Hill and Holmes are together. Those Hill two, was good, for sure. Yes, her opening I caught more statement hers. was great. It was not short like she promised it would be, but that's okay. Um, I just... I wish there was an option to do these. Like, Netflix should make this, where you can skip the Republican part and then skip the Democrat part. And I assure you, if you watched only the Republican part, it would look like asinine nonsense. I have heard the clips and watched them. I'm like, why would you just... The only way you would buy into all that just at face value is if you had zero context and just wanted to believe it. I know, and it's just so frustrating because the people are, that they're interviewing, <clears throat> I, I honestly believe, are unbiased patriots. I feel bad for good them. Good people, and they're getting, they're all being pawns. Like They're out there in the open now, and their lives are in danger. I told you this. I, I don't like the fact that people just putting out people's names and addresses and their kids and like they're gonna get death threats now and they're gonna have to deal with all this stuff because people think they're lying even though they're gonna suffer if they did lie i don't know how we fix this <clears throat> it's definitely disheartening we gotta think about that yeah think about it with us people and let us know what you want to hear yeah got good show if so you want to hear things. more on the whistleblowers there's a lot of that research and stuff that didn't make it into the show because everything else happened and we've been sick for two weeks so yeah it's there. We can come back to it. I know. Maybe we'll just save it for a week. We don't have anything. Yeah. <laughs> Pull back up. That never happens. We have no. some topics in uh, the parking lot. We're going to go over and figure out what to do next week. I know. Some of them are big and just, again, require an intern. Very little respect, no pay, please. Yes. You have to want to Hi. have a lot of grinding work for a little payoff, except for the gratification of a broad fan base. We'll give you, like, a credit. Yeah. It won't be worth anything, but you have credit. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, have a nice day. Have a nice week.
Yep, we love to be back and appreciate you listening. Please like and subscribe and stay tuned for the next episodes.